All of this week we've been in uh, 1 John, just finishing up uh, that first letter that John the Apostle of Jesus, the brother of James, um, writes to uh, uh, to his audience and, and has been given for us too. So I'm going to do this a little bit backwards. Today, uh, which is Thursday, our reading is for 1 John chapter 5. So I'm going to do chapter 5 right now. I'm going to put that out on the internet and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to do uh, a little taping for chapters 2, 3, and 4. So let's get into 1 John chapter five. First John uh, chapter five, uh, John wraps up his letter by saying, hey, the most important thing for you to know is to have faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now we're in the in the season of Lent right now, and that's why we're here is because our faith is founded not in, in just loving, in just believing, um, in, in just uh, going to church, uh, but all of that comes out of our faith in Jesus Christ. That's what inspires us to, to worship, to love others. We can't love by ourselves. We're going to learn that in chapter 4. Right, we love because God first loved us. And uh, uh, the, what we believe is that people believe in a lot of things, uh, but we're talking about faith in Jesus Christ. Focus there, just as in church, we come into church and we see a cross there, crosses of the uh, uh, featured symbol of our faith, because this is faith in Jesus Christ. Why is that so important? Because I'm a sinner, because I'm going to die, and I can't stop that from happening. The reason that we die, we know from Scripture, is because of sin. Uh, but Jesus Christ came to die our death for us in our place. By faith in him, we have salvation. So um, John describes it in this way in chapter 5. It says that we are born of God. We are born into the family of God by faith in Jesus Christ. That's how we, that's how we get there. Now, now, God, who's all about family, who established family, who created us from the beginning, who gave us life, there um, knows about about family and about birth and to be born into God's family is where we find our hope. Um, so therefore my hope is not based upon am I a good enough person because I know that one sin separates me from God so that's not going to uh, connect me to God. How can I be connected to him? It's only through through faith in Jesus Christ. And then he says you know later on verse 2 and then what happens naturally out of that so kind of go back to James. James says faith is not just believing but it's believing and and our actions go together. So here he talks about those actions too, and it's loving God. Uh, when Jesus was asked to summarize all the commandments, or really he was asked, what's the most important commandment? You know what Jesus said. He said, love, love God, love your neighbor. Um, and so we're really not saying anything new here uh, in First John, but just to remind us of that, but also to remind us that our faith always needs to be grounded, or that our love always needs to be grounded in Jesus Christ. We love as we have been loved in Christ. Now I know in, in uh, uh, today people talk a lot about love, and 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 they they tend to talk about love and not about faith and love, or or love coming out of our faith. And here he definitely uh, connects the two together, and then he ties them into the commandments of God. We realize, as Martin Luther said, with the explanation of the commandments, uh, why do we keep them? Because we fear and love God. Um, out of fear of God, we, we recognize that God's are powerful, um, but we also recognize that uh, uh, in his awe, um, he loves us. He loves us tremendously, and that, that's that love that, that inspires us to, uh, uh, to keep the commandments. Uh, the commandments are not burdensome to us because when we truly look at the commandments through the eyes of faith, we say, wow, God's giving us, uh, telling us what we need to do to be at peace with him and to be at peace with others. If we follow those, we truly have freedom freedom, and, uh, and that's truly showing love. In the next section, he brings up something verse in verse uh, 6 about Jesus coming by water and the blood. So it's referring to Jesus' baptism, 
which is what started him in his earthly ministry, and then uh, his blood shed for us on the cross that atones for our sins and, and makes that atonement. Then he describes to us, he says, um, these three agree on our behalf, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. So the Holy Spirit that's been given to us in our baptism, um, our baptism, which connects us to Jesus' baptism, that's the water, and in getting connected to Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. So that Therefore, our life is described by the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, the water of baptism, both Christ's baptism and my baptism, where I die with Christ and I rise with him, and in the blood of Jesus Christ, where my sins have been atoned for and where my hope and my salvation comes from. He writes, and then he says in verse 13, um, and this is kind of interesting, he says, I write to you, so we know that this was definitely written down, uh, that John had written this down, um, and then it, we find these copies, and, and we're able to be able to read them too, um, and he says, most importantly, that you may know that you have eternal life. Uh, and, and in that, uh, so he says, we can be sure of our salvation. He says, and then when we, we can ask anything according to God's will, which is very different than, than me just selfishly asking whatever I want. But remember in prayer, we're praying that God would align our will to his will, that we indeed would only ask what's according to his will. And we thank him for that gift. And then in, in the next part, he talks about uh, praying for those who have sinned. And he uses this this. Uh, phrase he says sin that doesn't lead to death the only sin the sin that doesn't lead to death is sin that we're willing to repent of the sin that leads to death is when we sin and we don't repent and we think we don't need God's grace and we don't need his forgiveness I know uh, there's been a time in the history of our church where we've said well there's certain sins that are so great that there's no way that you can be given that's not scriptural that's not based upon the word of God the only sin that leads to eternal death is the sin of constantly denying Jesus Christ and not repenting and not coming to faith in Jesus Christ. That's it. That's the bottom line. And so uh, uh, all sin uh, could lead to death if we don't repent of it. But if we repent of that by faith, um, that sin is forgiven. That's the, the grace that God has given to us. And so John uh, finishes up this letter by reminding them again in verse 12. Uh, that he's writing this to them. He hopes to see them face to face. That's consistent with Paul too. Paul felt the same way. And uh, he closes by saying, you are the children um, of, um, of your, or he says, the children of your elect sister greet you. In other words, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are children of God. Um, we are elect by, uh, by the work of the Holy Spirit. And we have this common faith. So even though we're, we're 2,000 years after the time of John who writes this, yet it's really coming to us as well. And it teaches and instructs us. And I pray that it will with you as well. So here we are, chapter 5, the end of another book of the Bible. God bless you. Keep you, keep you in that word. Keep you focused on that word. And, and I'll get back and get those other chapters to you as well. God bless.